I just want to say Golden State's played Portland plenty of times, and they have whooped that ass plenty of times. Starts, you're saying that Steph Curry is going to get 20 points every single game. I can't talk about it no more after you said that. I know the state of mind that you're in right now. I'm not even going to do that to you, so... What's wrong with your man? Like, like why? I'm, I'm starting to not be a fan of him. If we're being fair, I think he's a little bit of a jerk on the court, and he's a little bit of a jerk off the court. Welcome, 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 everybody, to Get a Bucket. I repeat, welcome to Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Uh, you know what, Dre, go ahead and say what's up to the folk real quick, fam. Yeah, all right, you want to hear loud or fight? Smile. You say loud? Hey, boss. All right, go ahead. Yo. Wow. Yep. Right. That's it, right? That's it. Andre. Trash. How you gonna do? I apologize from the bottom of my heart. I genuinely apologize. I don't know why this man is sitting up here ordering food while we're supposed to be. T- you know, I'm just removing from this episode. It's just gonna be me again. Now I'm playing. He was uh, he's out for the week. So you get me again. Yay! Let's go ahead and jump right on into it. Magic has left L.A., and I know this has happened a little while ago, but a few different stories have actually formed since then. Uh, He's actually stated why he left, and, you know, kind of talked about a few other things. We can dive on to those. Now, I'm a Laker fan personally, so this actually hits me a little emotionally, so if I get a little emotional, I apologize. But Irvin Magic Johnson, arguably the greatest point guard in the history of the game, five-time champion, one of the icons of the NBA left our organization. And to me, that it, it hurt. It, it really did hurt because that says he had no faith in our organization. Now, he stated that Rob Palenka, who is the current Laker general manager, he was actually Kobe Bryant's agent. And according to Magic, Rob was stabbing him in the back, constantly asking, hey, where's Magic trying to... Make it seem as though Magic's not doing his job. However, Magic already told Jeannie Buss, who's the Laker president, off. So Magic told off gate, you know, he's going to be doing his his thing with other businesses, with the other businesses that he has, and those are generating more revenue than the job that he has at the Lakers. So Jeannie signed off on that, saying, "Okay, she understands. He can go off and do his thing." However, it seemed as though Magic felt that Rob saying all that was having negative ramifications. So that leads me to think, okay, well. That's an organizational issue. You know, why Why are we sitting up there having issues with one of the icons in the game and one of the icons, one of the greatest icons in Laker history? Arguably, like, easily top two. Arguably number one. I personally put Kobe myself. Sorry, Magic, but I'm, you know, Kobe got us five as well. But he's right up there. And we can't hold the fort down with him? So now if I'm a free agent, I'm looking at that and saying, okay, you can't rock with magic and if if what magic is saying is true i don't think he's really lying per se so that begs me to question are you going to look out for me i'm not a laker great and mind you i'm talking as a free agent i'm not a laker great and magic is and you treated him like that so how would you treat me you know like we're not looking that stable as a unit um it's not looking good right now i think the offseason will actually be interesting for us but yeah we're 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 looking quite crappy. Quite crappy. 
Like, it makes no sense. We go from being one of the best organizations to one of the best laughing stocks. We've had the last, we've had four lottery picks and four top five draft picks in a row. Wow. Like, wow. We How the mighty have fallen. You know, how the mighty have fallen. Game seven? Uh, I personally think for the Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to go Game 7. You know, Milwaukee, they lost three in a row. Them losing four is doable. I think the Raptors can get them out in six, to be honest with you. They're on the home floor. They have momentum. Uh, they've been holding Giannis down t- to lower points than he's usually getting. And they're doing so on a hobbled Kawhi Leonard. So I think it's actually doable. However, I think the role players are actually going to get the job done. And it really just boils down to the f- to the fact that whichever which team ever gets the most assists, because over the past over the past five games, the team with the most assists has won the game. Now, rebounds help as well, so you should at least get relatively close to the to the opponent. However, assists the the assist leader has whoever has the highest amount of assists have won each game. So you have to win that battle. Also. The role players, I said it once, I'm going to say it again. The role players have to step up. Whoever's role players step up the most, win the game. That's pivotal. At the end of the day, too, Giannis is going to have to ball out. He's going to have, if they want to get to a game seven, Giannis is going to have to ball out. He's going to have to push his team over the top. That That's something he has to do. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The role players have to show up, yes, but Giannis has to outplay Kawhi Leonard. Again, Kawhi Leonard is injured. Make him run. Make him move. Whoever he's guarding, make him work. Tire him out more. That way, he's not as much of a playmaker. He's not as much of a threat. His shots fall because now he's tired. Or he's not even in the game because he has to sit up there and rest. So you can attack them, their defense a lot more. You can smother them on offense a lot more. The Raptors without Kawhi Leonard is a vastly different team. A very average team. Okay, the Bucks have to make Kawhi work if they want any chance of winning this round. First team All NBA selections. Actually, let's go with the All NBA selections. Really, um, let's take you to the first ones. So we have here Giannis, Ante Dacumbo, Paul George. Shout-outs to him. James Harden, of course. Steph Curry. And Nikola Jokic. The Joker's up there. Shout-out to all them boys. They did put in work. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the NBA's second team. Joel Embiid. Kevin Durant. Damian Lillard. Kawhi Leonard. And Kyrie Irving. Okay? Okay, that's a pretty solid team right there. And then all NBA third team. Russell Westbrook. Blake Griffin. LeBron James. Rudy Gobert. Kimball Walker. Okay, um, I mean, Bron's up there, cool. Gobert's up there, solid. I do like Kimba. I do like Kimba. He did have a good year this year. For me, I want to say Russell Westbrook and Blake Griffin. Those are two people that could get taken off the list for me personally. And the reason why I say that, both Bradley Bill and Klay Thompson were, were left off of all of the all NBA teams. So 
are we saying that Clay Thompson is not better than Russell Westbrook? Or are we saying that Bradley Beal isn't better than Blake Griffin? Because to me, I don't know how much like Blake Griffin was cool. Don't get me wrong, but he he he's just not it for me. You know, like he 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 could get removed off this list. Bradley Beal showed more shows more potential. Well, not more potential. He he's more productive, in my opinion. Um, he's also less injury prone. Russell Westbrook for me. Okay, that's nice. He's been getting triple doubles, but at the same time, we're still having the similar issues with him, you know, then coupled up with the fact that he's having issues with the media, I'm not, I'm, and I, and I don't want to say that's going to, into the production of him, but you don't get that with Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's a three-time champion, potential four, um, honestly, second best shooting guard, you can argue first, you, I know James Harden is there, but you can argue first, I don't know how you don't consider Clay on any of these teams. And on top of that, they cost Clay about thirty million dollars because of the snub. Because if and if I'm not mistaken, I think if he got one of the first team All NBA selections, that he would have been able to get the Supermax, which is about two hundred twenty million. However, because he did not get any of the All NBA selections, he's now going to get one ninety million. That's the max that they're able to offer. That the Warriors will be able to offer him. So, for starters. $30 million is a lot of money, you know. But, I mean, to keep it a buck with you, so is a buck 90. So, if I'm him, I ain't too mad, you know. But, uh, no, like, still, $30 million is a lot of money. I'm mad if, I'm mad if someone ain't paying me 30. So, 30 million? Oh, we're fighting, fam. We're fighting. We're getting to scrapping. But, um, yeah, they just, they just nub Clay Thompson like that. Like, that's, that's. That, to me, is terrible. I don't know how you snub him. Like I said, I would have taken Russell Westbrook and Blake Griffin out, slide Bradley Beal and Klay Thompson there instead. That can be a solid third team right there. I don't know. Just Russell Westbrook just irritated me after this whole playoff ordeal. And then I think he got, he got too obsessed with the whole triple-double thing, personally. NBA coaching changes. All right, so... We're going to start it off, of course. It's only it's only right that we started off with the turmoiled Los Angeles Lakers. Yep, that's right, people. I did say earlier I'm an L.A. fan, so I can make that statement. It's looking quite bad for us again. Uh, we got Frank Vogel. Again, that's Frank Vogel. Um, y'all remember the Indiana Pacer days? Frank Vogel. When he was playing, when they were playing against LeBron and the Heels, and um, you, know, you had PG and uh, Roy Hibbert when he was actually solid, um, and then boys like that, and, and when Lance Stevenson was there, so maybe we keep Lance. I don't know. That's pretty interesting. But yeah, we're getting Frank Vogel now. The the plot twist to this is we have him for three years, right? But we also have Jason Kidd, who has head coach experience, right behind him. So that's pretty much like saying. You're a professional in your job, and you got the head spot. However, the next person right underneath you is, one, someone with a lot of cachet, two, someone who has been compared to the point guard of the future for the organization, and three, has head coaching experience. And he's underneath you, right? And you've already witnessed a coach of LeBron 
get fired relatively soon and the assistant coach get replaced at the head coach. We've seen that happen. On the Cavs. Hell, even on the Heat. Was it on the Heat? I apologize. It was on the Cavs. It was on the Cavs. Yeah, they Eric Spolstra stayed. But he was on the hot seat. Don't get me wrong. He was on the hot seat. But nah, uh, it's, it just happened on the Cavs. It just happened. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to hate on the man too much. But not. So that's Frank Vogel right there. That's his life for at least the next three years. Realistically, the next two because they may give him a year and then potentially fire him in the second year if we don't do well. You know, that's that's realistic. Um, the Kings. The Kings. Got Luke Walton. Like <laughs> They got Luke Walton. They have our hand-me-downs. Now, I like Luke. Okay, I still think that we should have got him. He is on some investigation with some girl. I don't know him personally. So when I make the statement that I don't think he did it, it may or may not have too much weight to it, you know? But I don't know if he necessarily did that. However, hopefully he gets cleared of that, and then he can come and coach the young boys because Darian Fox is a good talent. Uh, Luke Walton likes to run and gun. And you have... Darian Fox, who is equivalent to me to John Wall, maybe a little more skilled and a lot more determined to, to shoot a jump shot. Uh, you also have a Marvin Bagley, excellent power forward. Uh, Willie Colley Stein, who is tremendous on the defensive end on the uh, on the interior, kind of like a Rudy Gobert, kind of like a Rudy Gobert. Um, who else do they have? Harry Giles, who is energetic big man off the bench. Kind of reminds you of like a C. Weber, at least potential-wise. So they have some interesting pieces, and then not to mention Buddy Hill, who's their shooting guard, who who sometimes gives you flashes of Rip Hamilton, maybe a little bit of Ray Allen from time to time, but definitely Rip Hamilton for certain. He kept running off the, because he like the way he runs off the screens. It's he's more so of a three-point shooter, but his shot and confidence is getting better. You know, so they have a really interesting young core. And Luke Walton has shown that he can work with interesting young players. And they got close to the playoffs last year. So I expect them to make a playoff push this year. Um, But yeah, I do like that pickup for them. The Rockets keeping Mike D'Antoni. He wants a three-year minimum contract. My thing is this. I I get that you lost to the Warriors quite frequently. I understand that. You go to a Game 7 last year. You go to a Game 6 this year. I get it. I get you. I hear you. However, dog, like, you got to start realizing, kid, your systems don't win. When you were at Phoenix, it got you close. However, you lost to the, wait for it, Mavericks. Um, When you coached the Houston Rockets, you lost to the, wait for it, Warriors. So... Obviously, something's missing in your schemes, in your coaching style, in your coaching package. So, why not switch it up a little bit, you know? And that's why I'm saying I'm hesitating on giving him a three-year contract. Maybe a two. And the two being really like a, let's give you one more shot at it to see how it goes. Because realistically, James Harden is not going to be in his prime, but for so much more. Like, you know? Sorry, that's that's realistic. That's that's life. Time hits you eventually. So they need to start making changes. I think you either need to develop Clint Capella more offensively 
or considering trade him. Uh, hell, I'd even consider moving Chris Paul. Keep it a buck with you. So there's a lot of things they need to consider because James Harden is your, is, your, is your centerpiece. So that's the one that you really need to work on. John Beeline is signed to the Cavaliers. Now, for those of you who don't know, and that might be a lot of you actually, uh, that's the Michigan coach. Now, Michigan made the final four, no, I'm sorry, the final game, the championship game for college in 2013, right? So he has a little bit of cachet, right, on the college level, on the collegiate level. Um, however, this is a 66-year-old coach, people. You know, he's kind of old. Now, I don't understand why they signed him. This is going to be interesting to see. The Cavaliers, I don't know if they even know what they're trying to do. Maybe they're just trying to tank. Maybe they're just trying to create a headline. Maybe they're just like, you know what, screw it, yellow. We don't know, right? However, I don't know if Michigan's coach is really going to get the job done for me, you know? That's not... That's not smart to me. I think there, I think there could have been a lot of other coaches, but maybe that would be, the, maybe that's the issue as well. Maybe no one wants to coach for the Cavaliers. They don't have really any good prospects. Colin Sexton's okay. Tristan Thompson's still a double double. Kevin Love is, if he's smart, probably trying to leave, but he's still there. Um, so they have some pieces now. Like don't don't let me fool you. They have some pieces. You you throw another All Star there. They're boom right back in playoff contention, but I don't see an all-star really trying to go there. So maybe that was a reason, but I don't know. That was an interesting one. The Suns hire Monty Williams. Now, for those of y'all who don't remember, Monty Williams was the well, he was with the uh, Pelicans, right? And that's when they actually had drafted. Anthony Davis and Austin Rivers when they had Anthony Davis number one and uh, and, uh, Austin Rivers at number 10. I thought that was going to be a solid little duo, personally, by the way. I think they messed up. Austin Rivers did not develop a lot more. He also didn't get put into better situations. Um, But that's a tangent for another day. But, yeah, he was was with the Pelicans at that time. And, you know, his wife died, so he had to step down, step away from the game. But excellent cachet. I think he'll know how to work with the Suns. He can say, hey, he can show, hey, you know, I worked with Anthony Davis a little bit, with DeAndre Ayton, kind of coached him up a little bit, work with him. He'll know how to get Devin Booker in the right scenarios. So I don't, I'm don't. i not saying the Suns are going to be stellar. I think the Suns are going in the right trajectory. I think he has a five, I think Monty Williams has a five-year deal. So that's going to be an interesting storyline for the Suns over the next couple of years. And I actually do see them getting better over the next couple of years. Uh, the T-Wolves. The T-Wolves signed Ryan Sanders. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, that's Flip Sanders' son. Uh, Flip Sanders used to coach the T-Wolves, and, you know, he died of cancer. So, you know, it, it, it seemed right, you know, to slide Ryan, in, Ryan on there, you know? Like, just give him a shot. It was his dad's name. He didn't do that bad. Plus, Cat Carl Anthony Towns, his nickname, uh, for those who didn't know, he kind of signed off on it, you know, and Cat and Cat's kind of the big dog on the team, no pun intended. But uh, yeah, if you get the sign off on the best player on the team, oh, you're going to get the coaching job more than likely. And his dad 
was there previously. It just made sense, you know? It just made sense. Alright, well, that's all the time I had today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Please subscribe to get a bucket and follow us on our Instagram and Twitter page. That's in the bio. Alright, see you guys.